Oh, how's your week been? It's been okay. I signed up for Fios today. Yeah? After I got the email from Comcast that said, you have hit your data cap limit. Now, what, what's a data cap between friends, really? It's uh, 1.2 terabytes, I think. So what, what happens when you hit that? They start charging you by the, by the gigabyte, I think, as you go over. I hit it literally on the last day of the month today. But I don't care. Fuck them. There used to be no data caps because I am a Comcast former employee insider. Mm-hmm. I know that the Northeast was the last place they didn't have, they weren't enforcing data caps. And then they decided to in January 2021. And the very first month they are enforcing them, I hit it. So fuck them. I'm going to Fios. Yep. There you go. Is that Verizon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. I hope Verizon doesn't suck as much as Verizon sucks. Apparently they're like a pretty okay ISP. Really? I mean, no, none of them are good ISPs, but it's better than it's better than normal. Better than I guess. It has to be better than Comcast. I mean, sure. What if Brian Train and we were both playing acoustic guitar? <laughs> I, can't just said, fucking, I can't fucking play guitar with these goddamn nails. Mm, sounds like you problem. Whose idea was it to be a girl and have long fingernails, huh? I don't I don't know that you can put that on me. Is this a show? Yeah, sure is. What's in the show is in the show. Oh, no. Oh, well, good morning. Good morning. Is this a bit now that you say good morning? <laughs> oh, that's a, it's a life bit. I've got my hot chocolate. Bryant, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, okay. Hi, I'm Bryant Kelly, pronouns he, him. I don't know what else to say. This is Idle Curiosities, a search-driven podcast by Jason Hellman and me, Emily Rose. Music by Yuri Beats and art by Katie Rose. Well, you could start by telling me why you Googled look at the internet on my phone TikTok. Oh my God. Okay, so I could not find We can't just do that. Why the fuck not? (laughs) We have a guest and it's special when we have a guest and we should say who... Bryant is and why Bryant already introduced himself. He said his name. Yeah, that's an introduction. <laughs> I know nothing about myself. I'm sorry. You have got the chaos energy tonight. I don't know how much I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've spent all day knitting on US2 needles and it is fucking killing me. So yeah, I'm kind of wired. We're just three knitters on a podcast now. Brian also knits. I, I do, yeah. How did I not know that? Well, it's because knitting was a hobby that I used to know. Could you sing that? Try it one more time, but just sing it. Knitting's just a hobby that I used to know. Oh, you can sing. Eh. Anyway, Brian's our friend. And um, yesterday, I think you said like, hey, my search history is fucking wild. Not just this week, but every week, I think you said. It, it is like this every week. And then, so I think Brian is like my my like mirror person because I worry every week that my searches aren't going to be prolific or interesting enough. And Brian goes, I have, I cut it down to like 17. Yeah, this is the most search terms anybody has ever brought us. Oh, uh, yeah. And I cut out about half of them. I legitimately thought about like messaging you ahead of this and being like, hey, could you uh, trim those just a little? I did. Twice. <laughs> so these, these are just the good ones. 
These are just the good ones. Yeah, there are, let's see, was it 13 of them? It's a lot. Mine are all bad this week. Yeah, there's 13. We do not need to do all 13, please. We're not, don't, that would be hours and hours. Each one takes 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, well, I also wrote, I also made notes. I don't know if that's a thing that y'all do for your topics, but. Uh, sometimes. Far too professional for our tastes. I do do notes sometimes. If it's something like that I, I'm worried I'll forget about, I will do notes. Yeah. This week there's no notes. Yeah, same. All right, kick it off. You already asked. Look at the internet on my phone, TikTok. Okay, so I was, I've been looking for a TikTok and I typed in, look at the internet on my phone, TikTok, because in my head was stuck, I'm tired of looking at the internet on my computer, time to look at the internet on my phone. And that's an old comic, right? I, I couldn't find the TikTok. And it turns out it's because I was misremembering the lyrics and I do have the actual TikTok now. I've been spending way too long checking my computer on the internet. Guess I'll take a break and check the internet on my phone. So this is like, they do, people do jingles on TikTok, like for their lives. Yeah, yeah. So I was scrolling through the TikTok profile of someone else. And it's just like, ooh, I feel, I feel called out by this constantly. And they're all just like, fun little thing being about how depressed you are. And it's like, ooh. Oh, this is this is a short one. I feel like there's more meat on these bones. Oh, uh, that well, um, it, there could be some more meat on those bones. Um, I. It doesn't have to be. There's no pressure. Like we have, we have a lot. We could do this. Could be like a whole lightning round. Uh, well, I mean, we could do all, all, yeah, all lightning round. We don't have to though. Uh, there's no pressure. No, I'm not. I like I like lightning oh. rounds. That's fun. <laughs> I, I think it'd be really funny if every time Jason talks, we just like let it go off into empty air for like 30 seconds afterwards oh. yeah do do the technique where you just let an angry person just it, it keep on going except in this case he's not angry he's just anxious yeah <laughs> i'm just anxious all the time oh i i feel you slightly less so i feel you oh don't do it again don't do it <laughs> you're doing it now i'm covering my face until it's time to talk again <laughs> Somebody else say something. Um, okay, are we done with the TikTok? You can't make me talk more. I won't do it. My face is covered. I can't tell what's happening here. Is this a bad episode? I don't know. It might be, but that's why my face is covered so that if it is, I won't have to look at myself. <laughs> tell you what, Jason, I think you can save this episode. Okay. I think, I think it's all up to you to save this episode. Can you tell me about Robin Hood charts? Oh... <laughs> um this week it is now january 31st we are i think two weeks into the uh nerd stock market revolution that has been going on vis-a-vis uh gamestop and hedge funds yeah like a bunch of i guess most people this is like a national story i heard like Haley was listening she listens to npr every morning and i heard her <laughs> listen to npr and like it was like five days after all of this had happened she's like did you know about this like gamestop stock market stuff and like what's going on <laughs> and i was like yeah like uh I, I don't know how many like of our internet friends were gonna name check today but i was like oh yeah yesterday I made eighty thousand dollars <laughs> and she was like oh okay <laughs> oh no emily's holding her phone up to the screen to show there's it's it's kind of blurry. I'm up 4.63% this month. Not bad. I was up much, much more at one point. Uh, I was up to almost 
I was up to almost 20% at one point, all thanks to Koss, K-O-S-S. Is that, wait, Dress for Less? Who's, who's Dress for Less? No, that's Ross. That's Ross. Koss is like a headphones and electronics maker. Oh, yeah. They make like janky TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're based out of Milwaukee. Oh, well, wait. Why do you own Koss stock? Because he said to. Oh, you're going to have to believe that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, okay. So this was, yeah, the, uh, the Occupy Wall Street digital version where a bunch of nerds were like, Noticed that hedge funds were shorting GameStop and um, they bought a bunch of GameStop stock to send the price up because when the price goes up and you own and you're shorting a position as the hedge funds were doing, they lose money. And this mutual acquaintance of ours was like, hey, who wants to like watch the real time line of my investment go up and down? And um, I wanted to do that out of like not morose, like it was. It was legitimately compelling um, to, to watch my friend make and lose thousands of dollars by the second. Oh, it was great television. It was good television. I it, like. I would just watch that TV show. I think. Are are we bad leftists? No, this is like. I think this is praxis. I'm pretty sure this is this is what's going on. I I don't know if this counts as praxis, but I'm I'm gonna let us have it anyway. Like uh, I got yelled at because I was like, "Oh, the stock's at blah 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 now." And this person was like, um, "Unless you're looking at like the Robinhood charts, which are the most f- fast and up to date, like don't don't say numbers because like any number that he heard was upsetting if it wasn't the most up to date in real time." Well, yeah, and so that's all. That's why I searched for it, and like I I have stayed far away from from the stock. And I used to, have we ever? Ta- I used to work at GameStop. Did I ever talk about that? I knew you used to work at Motley Fool. I worked at Motley Fool and I worked at GameStop. I should have been on this train and I was not. Yeah, what happened? You could you could have been a millionaire right now. I was an assistant manager and they don't give assistant manager stock because I made um, like nine and a quarter an hour in like the early 2000s. Ah, uh, yes. Minimum wage. It was $2 above minimum wage, which is the same as it is now, which is seven twenty five an hour. Anyway, Brian, did you get any stock? Did you get any good stocks? Um, well, I mean, I sold some stock in my own company that I had laying around because, well... This is the first of many bad things to come, I'm sure. So I just wanted to cash out. Got rid of all of it. Uh, everything I could. Oh, I don't feel like we've really found our rhythm yet tonight. No. Are you feeling that too? Yeah, it'll get there. I don't think so either. We're not, we're not quite there, and I'm not quite sure what, what we're waiting for, what's really going to break us. I think, I think we just came in with such a mismatch of energies. Like, I'm, I'm right here. Jason, I don't, I can't tell where you are, but I think you're way down here and I need you to, I need you to pump that up. Those are rookie numbers. I need you to pump that up. If I just keep referencing memes, I think that's going to drive up the energy. Stonk scoper. Too much snow. My, okay. Maybe it's that my, so I've, we sent our kids back to daycare as of last week. We were like finally okay with the, the measures that the daycare was taking and, you know, they're masked and they're separated into big, the like, big auditorium separated by like big curtains and there's small pods of kids and all the, you know, the teachers get tested every week. So we're finally like, all right, let's send it back. After the first week, they're out of the house and I can like apply for jobs and like update my resume and stuff. And there's a, we're going to have a goddamn snow day on Monday and they're going to be back in the house again and Haley's going to be teaching. So I don't know. I feel like I'm being punished somehow. How much, how much snow are you getting there in Philly? It's not that much. It's, uh, we're going to get like four to six inches, I think. 
Oh, that's... It's not Wisconsin snow. That's nothing. I love snow so much. I, I need to move. Yeah, fucking, fucking move. Come visit our snow. We got so much of it. So, Brian, you're in Alabama? Yeah, I'm in Huntsville, Alabama. Rocket City. Okay. Because that's where... Uh, that's where the Space and Rocket Center is, and where we tested all of our engines that went up into space way back when. They make all the rockets. You make all the rockets that go to space. Eh. Rockets go burr. Not all the rockets go through here. A bunch of them do, though. It is weird. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. We'll find it. Apparently SNL did a transphobia this week, and I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited to watch that. Nobody did a philosophy tube. Yeah, well, what is there to Google? I don't know. Like, we just all saw the link and clicked it. Yeah, we saw the link. We all support her. Why should we need to do anything else? I wasn't, like, I've never really watched Philosophy Tube, so I probably did Google. Neither had I. Well, I was confused. There was, like, there was a, an actor. I still don't really know what happened, and I'm kind of embarrassed. I feel like it's too late to ask. So, for those who aren't in the know, Philosophy Tube... <laughs> Brian, you just raised your hand. Does that mean you are in the know or aren't? So I have seen all of one of her other videos. Okay. As of today, so have I. <laughs> Let's call Jess. Let's not add more elements to this call because I don't want to edit it. So Philosophy Tube is a leftist YouTube channel where for the past three years, we've watched this person... Not three years, seven years. For the past seven years, we've watched this person do like philosophy breakdowns. And when you say we've watched, none of us have watched. <laughs> no, none of us. None of us. But the, the, the royal we, the, the internet, the community, there are so many patrons. Like, she makes so much money. I, I'm very happy that she's able to make a living off of this. Because it, they're, they're good videos. They're well-researched. Uh, they're generally about philosophy, talking about all sorts of left issues and being weirdly, um, weirdly great as an ally towards trans folks <laughs> and just like really, really fucking nailing it and just constantly being there on the front lines for trans folks. And then all of a sudden, whoop-de-doo, guess what? Not actually a dude. That's right. Her name is Abigail. And it was just a good video. Like, it was just all around good. It, like, as somebody fully removed from about uh, her or her life or the, the previous, like, videos that were made, it was, I was like, oh, I, like, care about this person all of a sudden, even though I don't know anything about her. J Jason, give it to me straight. Did you cry? I didn't cry, but I, like, felt, I, like, I was, like, uh, empathetic? I don't, I don't know what the right word is. Like, I, I was... I don't know. Like, I know she's an actor, actress. So, like, I that kind of, like, was at the back of my mind. It was like, are you just, like, making me feel this way because you're a good actress? Or am I just feeling this way? But also, like, like she hired an actor to come in and play her? That's where I didn't understand the full extent of, like, what was going on. Like, the meta level. Like, what the fuck? So, Brian, I, I, I know I didn't yeah. really know what was going on because I wasn't familiar with philosophy, too. But I didn't realize that that wasn't her at the beginning of the video. Did you did you know what was going on? But other people Same. who were followers didn't know either. I had no idea. The, so her, her, her best, her, like, you know, people who followed her work, like, you know, who watched every video, they, they got that meta to it that the rest of us who just came in for the first or second time didn't get. But, like, I mean, she had me crying twice, so... Well, it's been proven once again that I, I do not know how to cry. 
I have I have never cried, um, and I'm not breaking that streak. If I was like a subscriber and I had watched, if this was not the first video I've I had watched, I almost certainly would have cried because, again, it has been established I have a fucking hair trigger when it comes to crying. Yeah, the uh, the Black Star like David Bowie drop was so good. The Black Star was oh yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm a boy and I'm dead. I forget the words <laughs> of the song. It's like, I'm a dead boy. Don't don't worry. Don't worry about me. I'm a dead boy because I'll be fine. I'm a black star. Look at my philosophy videos. I'm a pretty girl now. <laughs> Jason, A, those aren't the lyrics. I think they're pretty close. B, I think that's an oversimplification. No. And C, there might be some problematic gender stuff in the way you worded that. No, that's just all. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to trust that you are completely right and that I am wrong. Speaking of being wrong, why did you Google Coke Black? Because if this is what I think it is, leave it be. Are either of you familiar with Coke Black? Yeah. No. What's that? Jason, what can you tell me about Coke Black? Is this the coffee-flavored Coca-Cola? It is. It's back in what, 2006-ish? Yeah. There was a coffee-flavored Coke that came in these little, like, six-ounce glass bottles. And the bottles were thick as fuck. You could throw those things on the ground and they would just bounce. It was great. And I fucking loved that shit. How do you know you could throw them on the ground and they wouldn't break? Because I was a dipshit teen. (laughs) Spiking glass bottles on the ground just... Yeah, because I could tell that they were durable fucking bottles. Hmm. (laughs) I'm just going to let that one go. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh i didn't know so wait but there was a new a new thing right? this is not new coke well yeah that's what prompted that's what prompted my searching oh okay hold on wait we gotta establish in the mythology that bryant is younger than us i'm not gonna do ageism but bryant is younger than us no jason just lead into it just be more problematic this episode that's fine i I won't cut it out this time bryant's a little baby and yeah do you are you thinking of new coke no 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 okay no jason do you not know there is a new Coke with coffee. Oh, oh wait. There's Pepsi Kona. No, no, no. There is a brand new entrant in the Coke Energy line. Oh, no. Maybe I'm the baby. Well. There's a Coke with coffee. There's a caramel one. And I forget what the third one is. Mocha, maybe. Probably vanilla, actually. I don't know. I can't find them anywhere. So, I guess... My one of my favorite um, things to do with Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola, but then instead of ice cubes, frozen cold brew. See, I need to do that, but I don't like making cold brew. Even the store-bought is fine. What is it? Um, like, what's the final product taste like? Like Coke with coffee in it, I assume. Well, well, let Bryant say. So, like, it does give you some of the coffee, like. I, I don't know. It kind of has a little bit more of a, like a caramelly kind of flavor to it, but it's also like, I'm not going to say it's a savory drink because it is a sweet drink, but it has more of like some, it hits you with a, like a more mature flavor profile than just like straight up either of them has. Old Coke. It's, well, it's, it's kind of like. And, and you know me, I love, I love a mature flavor profile. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I, I would kind of compare it to like a uh, digestive like it's got it's got a nice like it would be something that you could enjoy after a meal i don't think i've ever had what are they called you said digestive and i know yeah digestives and aper, uh, ap, aperitif. aperitif aperitif yeah there we go aperitif like dessert wine aperitif. basically i think it's right how, how do we yeah. pronounce words i i oh we're not fancy have we established that we're not fancy this is such a weird episode i don't know what happened 
I don't care. It's fun. I'm having a good time. I came on and I ruined your show is what happened. No, you didn't. I'm having a good time. No, I think there's just weird energy tonight. It could be partially because I got about four hours of sleep last night. Sure. Ooh, I did that several days this week. And five hours of sleep the night before. I've been up since 4 a.m. I went up since like five something. Whenever the, whenever my, my terrible, tr- no, I can't. No, I'm not going to, I'm going to be good. They're good. This no, be more problematic. It's great. The, the listeners love it. Sometimes my terrible children wake up before like six a.m. and I just like it's it's hard. I'm pretty sure that any parent would agree with you calling them terrible when they wake up too early. They're great. They're very great. And then like I, they you know they do their like giggling and it's you know everything is fine. So my kids are great. I love them. They do get up very early sometimes, but I'm awake. I'm like I can I can. I'm turning it around. I got energy. This is, this is, this is turnaroundable. Is it? It is. I haven't asked anybody about anything yet. Well, fucking do it. Okay. No, wait, I asked you about Coke. I asked, yeah, I asked you about Coke Black. Yeah, you, you asked the last one, didn't you? Yeah. Oh my God. This is, there is something wrong. There is something wrong. Why did you Google it? Why did I Google Coke Black? Yeah. Because I was talking about the new Coke with coffee and I needed to like brush up on my history. (laughs) I'm a historian, Jason. Okay. Aren't, aren't you a historian? You should know this stuff. Didn't you go to school for history? And you don't know about Coke Black? I have an undergraduate degree in history from the Pennsylvania State University. Um, I'm sorry, Dr. Reardon, who was my favorite history professor. That now I'm talking about my history degree vis-a-vis Coca-Cola and their uh, carbonated sugary products. Anyway, Coke Black was great. And if I could still get it, I would. Did you ever have Pepsi-Cona? Yes, of course I did. Brian, did you ever have Pepsi-Cona? Uh, I've heard of it. Okay, so the, the flavors are Coke with coffee, dark blend, vanilla, and caramel. Sips like a Coke, finishes like a coffee. Mm, I don't like that. Why not? I don't know. I, I, I don't like normal flavored Coke. Like I just like regular. I like, I like Diet Coke. Yeah. If it were the other way around, I think I'd like it more. Yeah. Sips like coffee, finishes like Coke. Sounds so much better. These come in zero sugar. I don't care. I want sips like coffee. Fi- no, or well, whatever. Diet or regular. Probably not regular for me, but it just sounds more appealing. Hmm. Okay. So Coca-Cola with coffee. Oh, there's a locator. There's a store locator. Go ahead. Find it. Find the one near for you. Specific product level. It's only at Walmart's near here. If we if we get off this call in time for me to make it to Walmart by 11 o'clock, I'm going to go do that. Don't do that. That's not... No. Well, then I can have my Coke with coffee tomorrow morning. I don't see the problem here. They're $1.88 a piece. That's the price. We're not talking about the price. <laughs> I wonder if I can get my three Doritos there, too. Three... They still make 3D Doritos? Yeah. They make them again. Jason, everything old is new again. Okay. I did like 3D Doritos when I was 11. Don't eat them for breakfast. Don't eat them for breakfast with Coke, coffee Coke. You're not my mom. <laughs> new year, new you. I don't know why I'm the one who's having to enforce these boundaries. I'm okay. Pretend I'm, pretend I'm your wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> Emily, don't eat, don't eat Doritos for breakfast and wash it down with coffee flavored Coke. I'm pretty confident that Mel would support this. I don't think so. I'm going to message I, I think so. Okay. Right. I can do I can do product level searches uh, for Doritos too. Oh boy. Uh, da, 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 here we go. Fuck. Family Dollar, Family Fair, Walmart. Okay. So I can go to Walmart and get my three Doritos and my Coke with coffee. 
Sorry, I'm 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 I'm, I'm <laughs> admonishing you to your wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it is currently 8.30. We need to be done by 10.30 so I can get to Walmart. Can we do it? Sorry. Uh, do I have permission to say this is not good? So, Brian, we have a problem sometimes when we're recording the show where we don't really let our guests talk because we just kind of steamroll them. And I don't know if you've noticed that that tends to happen sometimes, but I think it's really just something that we tend to do. And it's really a problem. We're trying to be better. We are. We are listening and we are learning. I could write up a whole notes app thing about it. And... I mean, do, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, have like, I don't to mean, to, I don't mean to like say that. butt over like, and like keep you thing. from being. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't felt steamrolled. I just don't know what to say. You've been steamrolled. You, yeah. If this was a TV show called Steamrolled, a giant rubber stamp that says Steamrolled would have already stamped the screen like four times. <sighs> well, hmm. It's fine. Actually, that'd be a great show. No, it wouldn't. What what if we just let you go get your your coffee soda and your Doritos and we'll we'll come back to this in like 30 minutes and try again. Brian's got plenty of things that I can pepper him with questions about while you're gone getting your 3D Doritos and terrible coffee flavored uh beverages. I wish I could get Walmart delivered. So I could just like have it show up here at the at the episode and I could try it on air. I'll stay up late. Okay. My kids wake up between 5 and 6 a.m. I will stay up late. How long will it take you to go to Walmart and get back? Oh, it would take me at least 25 minutes. It's not worth it. There and back? Yeah. I'll do it. I I don't want to do it. I want to go to bed. All right. Fair enough. I want the record to show, though, that I was was willing to forgo sleep. You know, speaking of foregoing sleep, uh, can you tell us about Jump Scares His House? Oh, yeah. That's one of mine. So this person that... (laughs) This is, again, this is just going to turn into more steamrolling. Emily told, told me not to watch a movie. Um, so the movie was called His House. So I had to, she was like, I don't know. This is, this is basically like yours. <laughs> so Sparkle, Sparkle told me about this movie, His House. And they were like, five, we're, we're at five mentions of people <laughs> who are like in orbit of people know who Sparkle is. I can reference Sparkle on the show. Sparkle's been on the show like three dozen times at this point. We really ought to be giving Sparkle a cut of the Patreon money at this point. That's how often they've been on the show. I've only gotten my own cut of Patreon money once. <laughs> Well, don't worry, because starting tomorrow, we have a big campaign going that is bound to bring in at least one new patron. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) It's already done. But see, it only applies to those who are at the $5 level or higher. That's right. We are sending out Idle Curiosities patches to everybody at $5 or higher for the month of February. So get your butts in here. Raise that pledge. They're very cool looking. Get out of that $2 tier. Bump that shit up. Patreon.com. Very very cool looking. Anyway, I Googled this thing because Emily was like, hey, Jason, don't watch this movie. There's, it's very scary. So I had to search for like, well, how scary is it? And it seems like it's kind of, it's pretty scary. It was so good though. It's a movie on Netflix, right? I don't remember where I watched it. It doesn't matter. It's a scary movie, and I looked on my, my, my fancy jump scare website, and it said there was like eight pretty major jump scares compared to The Thing, where I think it says there's only two big ones and like three small ones, which was almost far too much for me. So I will not be watching this movie. But the Wikipedia entry was very entertaining, and I liked it. It sounds interesting. Brian's Kelly just edited their pledge to $5. <laughs> 
Oh, this has been a very profitable hour for me. Uh, actually, no, it hasn't. I feel like I'm the problem because none of mine are really good. Yep, you are definitely the problem here. <laughs> I think we need to turn attention to Bryant, who has so many... Wait a second. I want to talk about his house a little bit more. Okay. Because I want to encourage people to watch it. It is a movie about two refugees who are coming to America and are put in like super low-income housing that they aren't allowed to move out of. And it turns out this space is haunted. So it's like a haunted house story, but it's really amplified by the idea of housing insecurity and being a stranger in a strange land, which is such a very specific and a new flavor to that type of story that I haven't seen before. And I, I really, really do recommend it. It was, it was a great watch. Okay, we can move on now. While you were saying that, your wife gave me permission to tell you not to have 3D Doritos for breakfast and washing it down with coffee-flavored Coca-Cola. Melanie Joy. <laughs> I think, Brian, I think we need to do like two... Poss- this is a bad episode. Two to five in a row for Brian. Oh, boy. I mean, some of them do actually go together, so... Oh, well, let's let's try to find them. What? Oh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, hi, Melanie. Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm like cooking right now. <laughs> Is this going to be quick? Yeah. No. Well, I messaged you and I said, uh, tell Emily, please, please don't have 3D Doritos for breakfast um, with with coffee flavored Coke. Right. Yeah. And and then she yelled your name. And then I came running because I was not sure what was happening. Yeah. Well, that's that's all it was, is that I, I, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to be a good dad and say, don't do that. Don't eat that for breakfast. OK. Why am I here? <laughs> this is this is true. I'm glad everybody's getting the full Emily. <laughs> I've often described it as as chaos gremlin energy. Yeah. Yeah. This this is like as much chaos gremlin as I've ever gotten while recording. This is full ass. She showed up. She was playing guitar. She was like, this is the show. We're pl- I'm playing the guitar. Now she's wow. knitting while you are talking. She called, get on the microphone. <laughs> You're talking to me now. After threatening, she threatened to eat Doritos and Coke for breakfast and then got you here to, to like, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening anymore. She always makes me do her work. I think this just became good. We've been lamenting why we've been doing a bad <laughs> job for the last 40 minutes, but I think it just became good. Okay. Hey, well. while I have you on, um, do you, do you know, um, do you know why Emily Googled, how do you write on duck bubble mailers? Well... Duck bubble mailers are a brand of bubble mailers. What's a bubble mailer? And they're kind of shiny, so that's probably why. What's a bubble mailer? It's a padded envelope. There's a there's like brands? You don't just get them at the post office? So if you buy them at the post office, they're expensive. Okay. And if you get them in a five-pack from the grocery store, they're usually duck brand. Oh. The same as duct tape. Oh. Mm-hmm. That makes way more sense. Um, I would like to mention that the post office does make lots of their mailing supplies free to you and we'll drop it off to your house. Oh, that I did not know. Yep, you can just order it off their website. Oh, I'm going to go stir my tofu. Okay. And Emily can finish the podcast. It was nice to see you guys. You as well. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey what's up? God. <laughs> I quit. I quit. So, uh, did, did you learn everything? Did you learn everything you needed to know about uh, duck bubble mailers? The duck company makes padded envelopes that are way cheaper than the post office. But Bryant thinks I should buy them from the post office because it's how the post office makes money. And Bryant is a post office enthusiast. 
Wait, hold on. I'm getting finger wagged. Shop shipping supplies. Free shipping supplies. Um, I don't know if they actually have a bubble mailer option. However, they do have plenty of other things for you to use to mail things. What would be my cheapest option to mail a bunch of patches across the nation? Well, um... Put it in an envelope. So, I don't know that you really need a bubble mailer for a patch. I don't. Yeah, so they they have flat rate envelopes that are... Oh, wait. Padded flat rate envelope. Yeah, here we go. I got you a link. I Whenever I go into the post office, it all looks the same to me. And it seems like I'm being tricked into buying the most expensive option by putting me under pressure of the line in the post office where it's like, I don't know, you figure it out. There's people behind you. Just just grab something and go. So wait, how much are these? They're free. They're free? You just so, How much is the shipping? Um, it just a few bucks. If you're buying other stuff, that's the bigger deal. A few bucks? Uh, depend, depends on the items is what the shipping cost is, yeah. I think I've deduced what's going on. They're patches. So, and you order these in packs of 10 or packs of 15 for $0 an envelope. We're sending patches. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're patches. We're sending patches. Patches in a priority mail padded flat rate envelope. I don't know that it needs to be a padded flat rate envelope. I mean, if I can ship something for cheaper than that, what about these millipack envelopes? We were almost back on track. We were right there. Thing when Melanie came on and I got to ask her about your search terms. And then I called you a chaos gremlin. Well, tell me more about that. Now that's all I want to know about. Well, I mean, the post office has you covered if you need to send um, cremated remains. No, I want to know about that right now. Tell me about sending cremated remains. We'll do that for the $50 backers at some point, but we're not there yet. Uh, I mean, you, you just have to have a box that is marked with the cremated remains sticker, and you can send it through the post office. It can't be that easy, can it? I got a link for you. I feel like if if I was going to do that, I would probably have to grant some sort of federal access to emails. Oh, yes, yes. So so this is a good one. There is like a 1986 law that states that the federal government can just access your email with a warrant through your provider. And they don't have to give any notice to you if it's after six months. Wait, after six months of the email being sent? Uh, yes, of, you, of the email being on your on the server where you receive email. After six months, they don't have to tell you anything about them looking at huh. it. So, so you're saying that we should all switch to E2E encrypted email, right? If you hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why would I not want to use Undone's encrypted email? Uh, because encrypted email is typically not very user-friendly. Yeah, I've used those weird ones that through like corporate systems, but there, isn't there something like Signal but for email? Some of them have stuff, but it only works within their own ecosystem. So it doesn't really help you. What if like you own, well, wait, if you own the domain, that's not the same as owning the server. I'm very stupid. Yeah. And as you know, from the last 10 years, you don't want to run your own email server. Yeah, probably not. I do own milfparty.icu. Nothing bad has ever happened from running your own server. No, no, no. Hillary Clinton is the president. It's all, it's all good. I own milfparty.icu, which means I could be Jason at milfparty.icu, but that wouldn't mean I own like... The server would be like Namecheap or whoever the the host is, right? Who? Yeah, whoever's hosting the email. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So don't send email to Jason at milfparty.icu because I I will not get it. And also the feds could just come come and get my email at any point. That is a that is that fucking sucks though. Why were you searching for that? Um, it came up in a chat, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the case, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do a a little web search to make sure that I uh. I know what I'm talking about. How, but like you knew that. You knew the feds could just get your emails whenever. Yes. Uh, I'm assuming that this has been done in some high profile case at some point in the past. 
right? Probably, probably. And I mean, like, I do lots of stuff for my privacy, but Name like... one thing. Managing managing email. Um, well, I don't use Google for my web search. That's right. You have to duck, duck, go this shit. Oh, this is the thing. You caught me at an interesting time. While going through my searches for this episode, I had to check not just DuckDuckGo, because I stopped using DuckDuckGo, I also had to check Ecosia, which is my new my new search engine of choice. What the fuck is Ecosia? So when, you, when you've made so many searches, they plant what? a tree. And, it, and the money for that comes from the ads that they serve. Okay, okay, okay. So Ecosia was, our, was a Cardassian woman who lived in the 24th century... In the 2370s, she was a cleric and the leader of the Aurelian Way. You're on Star Trek's wiki. You're on a Star Trek wiki. Uh, no, it's a, it's like ecosia.org. Ecosia. Oh, no, that was a bad album. That was the one she did before uh, the Chandelier song came out. Yeah, and then she did the, uh, the autism album and <laughs> everyone hated her. We tried, though. We tried to do jokes this time. <laughs> But, but yeah, Ecosia is good because for every 45 searches, they plant a tree. Can you visit your tree? Um, there's a there's actually a way to like keep track of your impact. Um, and they, they show they have like a listing of all the places where they're currently planting trees. So that's kind of cool. Is it like a like a nonprofit? Like what is the it's just, it's just like a business and they have a search engine and they, they plant trees. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's partly the fact. So if you look at the very bottom of the page, it says results powered by Microsoft. So it's just Bing reskinned. Oh, it's just Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, which I used to use Bing because I got Amazon gift cards out of it. And then they stopped giving me Amazon gift cards. And I was like, well, I'm done. Bye. See, I used to use Bing because Jonah Ray was their spokesperson. And I really liked Jonah Ray at the time. I still like Jonah Ray, but not as much. Was I going somewhere with that? I mean, I don't know. Jonah Ray has a great album of... Like DIY punk covers of Weird Al songs, and it's really, really fucking good. Jonah Ray's the guy that did like New Mystery Theater, right? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Akosha, use it to plant trees. Yeah, yeah. Every forty-five searches. So, um, just the results I've put in here—that's a third of a way to a tree. Oh shit! If we all would have been doing it, we could have had a pretty much a tree. Hold on, let's see. Twenty-six. No, we would have been like not. A little, a little more than halfway. If I have my ad blocker on, am I not planting trees? I think you're fine. So the the people who sell the ads, they don't get to know whether or not you actually see the ad. Yeah, because it's all powered by Bing, right? So it's like if I'm buying ads, I'm buying ads through Bing and any... Well, I think you buy ads through Ecosia, not through Bing. Oh. Should we be advertising on Ecosia? Maybe. God, I just searched for pornography on there, and then I got a little tree cap with a one next to it. Did you just type the word pornography? I'm gonna I'm gonna type in um big mommy milkers. Okay. I got I got Pornhub as my first result. You tell me what you get. Milkers. All right, big big mommy milkers. Uh, the first thing I get is the subreddit r slash big mommy milkers. Hmm. Um, I put in weird. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm gonna post this in show notes. Uh, and I'm going to spoil all right. Uh, warning, NSFW. <laughs> oh, no. Bryant, will you describe what you're seeing here? Oh, oh fuck. boy. Oh, no. Oh. Brian, as the guest, you have to do it. I wish it. I had my soundboard right now. As the guest, you have to do it. It's up to you. Uh, you have to do it. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> it, it's Alex Jones. Of InfoWars Infamy. Standing, yeah, so 
on InfoWars standing in front of some kind of advertisement for one of their like male enhancement drugs that they sell to support themselves. And he has very large breasts in this photo. <laughs> very large hairy breasts. <laughs> Very hairy, very hairy, very large. And not like, not like man large, like not like big burly muscle lifter kind of, kind of things. These, these aren't pecs. The, these are breasts. Yeah. Would you say he looks like nonplussed? Like he's not concerned that, that he got these things. Well, I'm assuming there's just a side effect of the overpriced supplements that he's selling. See, this is why you have to record the whole show because you never know when we're going to strike gold. And this is, we have found it. <laughs> we found it. And it's, it's Alex Jones with Big Mommy Milkers in front of Anthroplex, the supplement that will probably, we've burnt this bridge. They're never going to advertise with us. Oh, damn. <laughs> I put weird dicks into Ecosia. And, and the first one that came up, uh, Pornhub's no longer here. Live Science is number three. Oh, so I will tell you by default, it does have like its rough safe, safe search turned on to like moderate. Oh, let's just turn that off. Well, the first one is a pornography website. So I said moderate. Nice, nice try, Akosha. Uh, since, since we're, I guess, just in this now, would anybody, would either of you care to try and venture a guess? Any of the animals that come up when you search for weird penises on uh, on Ecosia? Uh, ducks. Oh, ducks. All right. Let's. Everybody knows ducks got weird dicks. Let's take ducks off um, off the list. Oh, what what's what's the one with the prehensile penis? Platypuses. No, nope, not that one. Not platypuses. Platypi? Nope. Nope. It is not the platypus. platypods. Um. Well, I know what I'm typing into my search engine. Yep. There you go. For next week, when we have you on again to do this, Jason. While 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 Brian's just searching, did you know that there is an episode in season four of Bob's Burgers called "Gene It On," which is a play a play on "Bring It On." Yeah, I did know that, but I want to know why you were thinking about that. Oh, because uh, Mel and I have been watching through Bob's Burgers, and we are recording an episode on "Bring It On" soon. And yeah, sure. Well, we just recorded Girl with All the Gifts, which was really fucking good. It was so good. It's a good zombie movie. It's it's I'll I'll go out and and I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say it's the only good zombie movie. The Girl with All the Gifts. Eh, 28 days later. It's I don't know. It's fine. A python's got two dicks. So so to so follow up, it is the taper. Um, the only reason I know that fact is there's an episode of Futurama. The or the ship falls in love with Mender. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The ship falls in love with Bender and, and the, the ship thinks tapers are cute. But the, she doesn't, the ship does not talk about taper dicks. No, but it does come up in the episode. Oh. It is in the episode. I don't remember that. I don't think, that, I don't think the ship talks about it, but someone does. No, it's good because a python's got two dicks. Two heads are better than one, right? Snakes have a Y-shaped hemi penis. <laughs> and during sex, they only use one half of the organ, often alternating, which half. <laughs> From sex act to sex act, the hemispheres are often grooved, hooked, or spined in order to grip yeah, the cloaca and keep her from uh, doing snake things. For fuck's sake, Bryant, will you please save us? No, this is good. I, I don't I don't I don't know how to save you. I'm not a comedian telling jokes about numbers. Very good. I Googled comedians telling jokes numbers joke. I was reminded of one of my favorite jokes from childhood. And this will not be the first time I've read out just an awful, awful joke on this podcast. But it is one of my favorite things to do. So here we go. What was the first? The first one was Better, better Nate Than Lever. Was that it? It was the same vibe, yeah. 
<laughs> Eight comedians were sitting around at the second floor bar of the Friars Club when a new You're young... going to fr- read the joke verbatim? Well, now I have to start over. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was going to do? I don't know. Tell me, like, uh, what we usually do, which is like, I guess read the joke. It's fine. We ruined it already. Go ahead. <laughs> Jason, would you rather... Would you rather just have me vaguely describe the joke and ruin it for people who have never heard it before? Is that what you want? Because I can do that. No, you should tell the joke. Just tell the joke. If it's another one where it's like 10 minutes of setup so that you can say better Nathan Lever, I will quit for real this time. <laughs> Is it that? Are we doing that again? Eight comedians were sitting around at the second floor bar of the Friars Club when a new young Friar wannabe comedian sat down and joined them. One of the older comedians turned to the others and yelled out the number 12. The other seven comedians burst out laughing. Then another of the comedians yelled out four. And again, the other comedians burst out laughing. A few minutes later, another comedian yelled out the number three. And once again, the other comedians burst out laughing. The new wannabe comedian asked, well, why are you calling out numbers and what's so funny about it? The, f- the first comedian said, well, they're not random numbers. We just all know the same jokes. So after a while, we started giving them numbers. And instead of telling the joke, those numbers are enough to remind us of the joke instead of telling it. The new friar wanted to fit in with the others and yells out six. But instead of getting laughter, a dead silence falls on the table. The new friar turns to the first comedian and says, hey, what's, what's wrong? Why didn't I get any laughs? And he says, you didn't tell it right because this is a joke where old Jews are sitting around telling a joke and you're doing anti-Semitism by <laughs> reappropriating it to old friars. This was the joke I heard so much growing up. <laughs> you didn't tell it right. <laughs> it's old Jews sitting around telling jokes. Listen, when I did the Google search for comedians telling jokes, numbers joke, (laughs) the first thing that came up was friarsclub.com. And when I clicked that link, it took me to a website that was not there. So I had to go to the cached version of the page. And that's where I found this joke, which is riddled with typos. And it is barely readable. What you're saying is I have to do some SEO to... To displace this <laughs> this top result with a bunch of old Jews. I mean, if you want to be a good Jew, yeah. You didn't tell it right. The punchline is you didn't tell it right. Number six, you didn't tell it right. Well, I didn't tell it right because you ruined the fucking punchline. Anti-Semitism ruined the punchline. <laughs> you goddamn monster. <laughs>